Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of the Gaming Goods Podcast. We are at episode 41. I, as always, am Luke, joined today by my beautiful and faithful co-hosts, Joey and Josh. How are we feeling today, guys? Ho, ho. Do you really hey, think I'm beautiful? Of course. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. You guys, you guys are the prettiest <laughs> gentlemen I, that I know. Oh, thank God. All right. You're going to have to stop acting like that, or I'm going to have to come over there. All right. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, gaming and gooning. That's what we're doing today. Uh, we really put the gay in gaming. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> okay. So let's just keep going, though. So uh, today's topic, we're going to do is something a little bit different, which I feel like I'm saying more and more these days. But um, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the hardware that comes along with games and gaming as a hobby, as opposed to the software. So this might be a, you know, solid episode for any gamers that have stuff on their Christmas list to send to their parents or, uh, you know, anyone to just kind of get an idea of what we think is a good thing to have or the essentials for your gaming setup. Um, just for quick reference, uh, we're going to go through what all three of us play on, what we have played on and, you know, how we prefer to game. Uh, I'll start that off. Right now, I currently play on PC. I've had a PC for a little under a year. Uh, prior to that, I was a console gamer for roughly a decade, and that's been my kind of gaming experience. You know, I used to be one of the guys that you would sit on his couch and, you know, have a, have a controller. Now I sit at a, at a gaming chair at a desk as I've, you know, gradually leveled up my setup over the course of the years. Joey? I usually enjoy sitting down in front of a screen and just pressing buttons. I like that. You know, I've been doing that for like two decades. You're on PC, right, Joey? I'm I'm <laughs> I'm a PC gamer, yeah. And you've been on PC for how long? Mm, three years, and then before that, I was a console gamer for about a decade as well. Very nice, Josh. Still in my console phase, I play <laughs> at a desk with a monitor, Xbox, PlayStation Five, Switch. No mobile gaming because I have standards, and I have. <laughs> um, a very good gaming chair that really supports my back and helps me be better at Rocket League, even though I hate the game. Dude, very good. I have I have a gaming chair that has like a built-in pad for lumbar support, and I just oh, it's great. I, I I would say that if I actually <laughs> utilized it, because I just sit with the worst posture on the face of the planet for no reason <laughs> you, at all. You sit like a shrimp, dude. I do, man. It's wild. Dang. I don't know. <laughs> You got to use yeah. the lumbar support. Dude, I don't know why I just thought of this, but <laughs> I recently bought a new gaming chair because one day I was looking at it and it was like tattered with holes in it everywhere. And I was thinking of that one meme where it's like you going out to dinner, but your underwear has like a bunch of holes in it and everything. <laughs> you won't spend a dollar on your socks or underwear. That was basically my chair. And I'm like, I literally have to buy a new chair. That, yeah, I have that's... that chair in my room right now. Are you yeah. sitting on it? Uh, I was, but no, I'm sitting <laughs> on the bed. No, I... Um... I I used to be like that as well, Joey. I had like I had like duct tape covering holes in my in my old chair because it was just a hand me down <laughs> chair that was a, it used to yeah. be an office chair for my dad, and then I got it, and it was like, all right, yeah. how long can I milk this till I need to just invest in a chair? And I finally bought one about right. six months ago. So, well, I did buy a new chair, but I would like to say that my underwear is still tattered. <laughs> Getting a little personal this week, guys. <laughs> This is great, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, everybody. If you're listening to this, it's probably Joey the 26th, right? For, uh, <laughs> Speaking no, of Christmas yeah. wish, guys. Yeah, that's uh, on Joey's Christmas wish. If anybody list. would like to send me some the new 26. boxers. <laughs> it's, 
Some new bloomers, please. No, it's going to be the 20th. Tomorrow is the 20th. Okay, okay. okay. We are recording on the 19th. It will be episode released tomorrow. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Never mind. Get those last minute gifts in, folks. Merry Christmas. People do appreciate them. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, plenty of time to send me a package then. so. So, Josh, what's your like most. What would be the one thing if you had to restart from scratch your entire setup that you would buy first? Ooh, honestly, probably an elite controller for my Xbox. That thing think? is probably the best investment I've ever had for gaming. Um, just having the paddles on the back, being to adjust the triggers, being able to adjust like the joysticks and the D-pad is honestly fantastic. And there's so much customization on the Xbox app can like remap buttons um even if you like aren't in a game because you'd have to usually do that through the game but you can do it through the xbox so it's really nice to have and uh, it's a little bit overpriced for sure i think 120 dollars would have been a great great price but it's 180 dollars. maybe it's gone down a little oh bit my goodness i still think it's one of the best purchases i've made Okay, well, that's now, with the kit too, right? Like that's the controller and all the buttons and the charger. Yeah, yeah, it comes with everything. everything. Well, that's I think the nice. controller itself is like one thirty to one forty. I think. I mean, it's well, better than a lot. Controllers are about they're about seventy dollars alone without the elite like aesthetics. Yeah. I think it depends on which. If you get like the official Xbox ones, yeah, it's like sixty five or seventy or something. But yeah, the nice thing about controllers is, you know, while some of them are rough, there are a decent number of third party controllers out there and you can get lucky here and there if you need to save a few bucks. Um, But being that it's the thing you interact with most, the controller is not something you want to skimp on. I agree with you, Josh. But, um, you know, how much of a difference do you think that there is between when you were playing with your standard versus now with your elite and how long have you had the elite controller? I've had the elite for about two or three years now uh and I can tell a big difference like if I switch to a random controller like a normal one Mm -hmm. the elite controller has this rubber back and it makes it super comfortable and like you just get a better grip on it normal controllers don't have that my hand like slips out of it um elite controller is a little bit more bulky and I like that for my hands okay feels more comfortable um the triggers feel different. It has like an, a metallic touch to it for the Elite controller. The Elite controller is just overall better quality. Um, it's more easier to use and it's just more comfortable in general. I see. Joey. I hope that they make a um, Elite Series 3 because right now I think it's just the two and I think there's going to be an Elite Series 3 that comes out and that'll mm. be that'll be awesome. Yeah. All right, Joey. How about you? What is If you had to start from scratch your setup, Right now, what would the first thing you buy be? Probably a better audio interface for my XLR microphone, followed by a super high quality mouse pad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the mouse pads are like super slept on. Like, because one I have now is fine. Like, any mouse pad is fine, but like a full desk one that completely covers the whole desk. So you're, you know, even your left hand or, I mean, left and right hand are both comforted in, in every yeah. way possible. And, mm. Um, and something like hydrophobic would be pretty cool because there's been times where I have spilled stuff around it and it'd be just nice if it was easier to clean up potentially, okay. which I'm sure they make. I haven't really investigated myself, but th- those are two huge things. I see. Joey, do you want to know what my mouse pad is? Uh, it's probably a book. No. Probably a piece of paper. No. Um, it is a... Tattered piece of underwear? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
uh, no, it's a, gaming chair. it's a, it's a gaming mat from, uh, it's a gameplay mat for Yu-Gi-Oh. So I have like spell card trap zones and, That's like, cool. and like monster zones and stuff. It's got the winged dragon of raw on it. It's pretty, it's pretty cool, but like, this is not its intended use. <laughs> oh, obviously. <laughs> but, but I think it's great. I, I love it. That's I, good. I probably won't replace it for a long time, but what would you try to get if it was your first setup? Uh, if, you know if you I know had now. to, if I had to restart today, um, you know, one of the last things that I purchased um, would probably be one of the first things that I purchased if I had to start over today, and that's that's a nice monitor. Um, before I had the monitor I have now, you know, obviously I still have a second monitor that's you know lower quality, but my main good monitor, I, the day I brought that bad boy home and hooked it up, I was like this is a new world that I have never yet experienced. And it's, it's been very nice to have something that's, you know, uh, a lot more upscaled than what I'd played on before. Um, right. So that, that, you know, aside from a controller, the thing that you interact with most is your screen or your keyboard and mouse, depending on if you're PC. Um, so to have your screen be at a good resolution, you know, good refresh rate, it's it makes a big difference especially when you're playing you know games like rocket league or call of duty or wh or whatever you play that um you know require quick reaction time because the refresh rate makes a difference it's actually an advantage right and you just got yeah. that one uh this year right yeah i bought it back in the summer so i've had it for about six months right. um you know i'm i'm happy with it uh if i do get a new one in the future i'll probably i'll probably try and kick it up a notch again um probably gonna have to look for a deal on it though because these things get pretty pricey my um my girlfriend helena was at best buy the other day and she told me about this monitor there and then we went to best buy uh, a few days later mm -hmm. like i'm gonna show you this monitor we went over there and i was like she was hyping this up and i was like all right this is gonna be a great monitor it was sixteen hundred dollars I was like, dude, I cannot afford mm -hmm. it. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. He's like, nah, this will be your Christmas gift for the next four years. I'm like, all right. Uh, was that the uh, like the 46 inch one that almost like yeah. wraps around <laughs> you? Yeah, I've seen those. Those are pretty funny. much. That's cool. Yeah, it's like, do you want three like, monitors but only in one monitor? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, since we're on the topic of hardware for computers at this point, I think something that's kind of slept on that's definitely the most critical looking back on things now is having a really good motherboard because mm. mm -hmm. yeah. my motherboard doesn't have wi-fi built into it it doesn't have bluetooth built into really? it the network adapter doesn't work on it and it's it's pretty much a piece of crap <laughs> so instead of worrying about you know a cpu or a graphics card and what and how good they are i would definitely mm -hmm. definitely spend more money on a better motherboard interesting yeah, I think um, I know that I, it's funny when I got this PC, I tried to upgrade to Windows 11 and there's something on I think it's on the on my BIOS or whatever it is that it's it prohibits me from using Windows 11 because the software is not compatible with something on my motherboard. It's it's really odd. That's weird. Yeah, I know. I thought the same thing when I was it was like, no, you can't update to Windows 11. I'm like, um, I should be able to. It's just an OS. So but. Yeah, you know. what's your guys' um, graphics cards? Joey? I have uh, an Evega 3070 uh, XC3. It's, like, slightly boosted above its base clock rate. It, it's not bad. I think mm. It's okay. I like it. Uh, I'm chilling with a 1660 Ti. That's 
It's a, it's a tad outdated at this point with, you know, the new releases and whatnot, but it, it works just as fine for what I want to do. So I don't really have any complaints. If you're looking for a nice budget-friendly uh, GPU, then it's it's a solid option. Solid, yeah. I want to definitely get a PC within the next year or two. I just... Uh, you're in college, I need a, I need a job. I need a job. <laughs> yeah, need, yeah. Uh, you, need, you need to get that guap. The um, problem. You so, need to get that guap. Um, so on the other side of the spectrum, we kind of talked about what our first purchase would be if we had to restart from scratch. What would be the last thing that you buy or something that you guys think is overhyped, overrated, and does not necessarily need to be purchased for a setup? Hmm. Josh, why don't you go? I'm going to think on it about it for a second. I don't know. I think I might go with, uh... Oh man, I don't know. Maybe a headset. Uh, I feel like headsets are a tad bit overrated. They're very good, but they do obviously. But you could really use any headset that is compatible with what you have, and mm-hmm. it'll give you the same experience pretty much. Like, yeah, there's high quality ones that'll give you a better experience, but I've really had a problem with a headset before. They were all pretty much the same quality. Um, depending, like, if I got it like a four hundred dollar headset, I'd tell a difference, but. I feel like they're all going to give you the same experience. They're not really super, super important. That's fair. Yeah, I I would say anything you pay extra money for to have RGB lights on them. Because you can get the base model for it for cheaper and not worry about it. Like, yeah, the RGB looks cool, but you don't want your whole entire room looking like, like rainbow puke. Uh, um, fair enough. That's fair. Um, I have, you know, what's funny is uh, the current mouse and keyboard that i'm using i actually didn't buy i was given both of them as gifts and those are the only two components of my setup that have rgb lighting did you get the mouse that i gave yeah. allison yeah. to you from andrew yep, I got how it. do you like that how's that working I, out I actually for you? do like it it's it's a little bit of a step up from the mouse that i was using before um that's good and i can just feel a difference in the quality of when i'm when i'm making movements and and the scroll wheel especially it's just nice and smooth um but yeah, I like it. It's a good step up. And then I have a C- I have a Steel Series keyboard. Um, it's it's very solid. I'm a big fan. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, you know it's kind of like what I said. Those are important things. So definitely don't skip out on those. Um, at one point, I was using a like five dollar mouse from Five Below, um, and that was just I didn't understand how brutal of an experience that was until I didn't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, there's a. What's the favorite feature about your mouse that you enjoy? The the new one or just just the new one you have? Like what what's the best feature on that mouse? Um, I I think the side buttons. I had side buttons on my last mouse, not the five dollar one, but the the one I was just using before this. Um, but these ones are they're smoother. They don't bulge out as much, so they're easier to tag onto with my thumb. Um, and just having those two extra buttons to map, um. It, those are the those are probably the most utilized things for me um that and then just the feel of it the ergonomics are very nice yeah that's good one yeah. one cool thing i guess two cool things about mine is um something i didn't have before was like a spot for your thumb you know how like it usually will drag on your mouse pad mine has like a little mm-hmm. riser above it so it drags on the mouse oh that's nice so that that's definitely helpful so it doesn't like <laughs> irritate the bottom portion of your thumb mm-hmm. but also you could change the resistance of the scroll wheel of mine so i really really like that Ooh, a lot that's really nice all right so your mouse choice 
What's up? What? Oh, did that not come through? Uh, I said, uh, how much was your mouse, Joey? I think something between like 20 and 40, probably the median around like 30, 35. That's not bad I at guess. all. I even, that's yeah. not even bad. Wow. It's yeah. uh, it's a Razer one. It's pretty cool. It has some compatible RGB software. You could change the lighting to do whatever you want. It, it's mm. neat. Obviously, it has the macros and keybinds and yada yada, but course, I like it. Yeah. It's nice. I've seen some crazily cool. priced mouses. Mice? Mice? Yeah, mice. Um, in stores. Like, there was one I saw. It was like $195. It was wireless. And it was a razor, and wow. it, it was just really smooth. But I'm like, I am never gonna spend that much money on a mouse. And anyone who does is kind of getting scammed. But that's just me. Um, you know, everyone's got their preference. You know, if you want to spend all your money on a mouse, by all means, uh, you can just game on, you know, a TV from the 1940s uh, instead of anything else because your mouse is so expensive. Uh, yeah, I would say you definitely will see some uh, yes, Josh. diminishing returns on the mice you can buy. But some of them, the more money you spend, most of the time you get some pretty good quality, like ProGlide stuff on the bottom and yep. most buttons, of the time, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like the phrase you get what you pay for is like very true in gaming. Um, there's not a ton of things you can go cheap on and just kind of skate by with it. You need to just invest. <laughs> Day before. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was thinking that. Oh, so, my gosh. That uh, really blew over. So, yes. So, Joey, you said RGBs. Josh, what did you say once more? Um, uh, the mics, the headphones. Mics and headphones. I think I'd have to agree with more with Joey um, because, you know, I'm, I, I'm more of a fan of, like, the stealth build type deal where it's like, if it runs, it runs. You know, it doesn't need to look all fancy and flashy. Is that nice? Yes. But is it worth the extra you pay for it? Probably not. Um in regards to something else that you could probably survive without, I mean, in terms of quality of life, you don't necessarily need a gaming headset. I think an adequate substitute would be um, if you have a desk that has an available space for a boom arm and a condenser mic, if you want to grab a condenser mic and just a pair of studio headphones, that will probably be cheaper than a lot of gaming headsets that you'll find if you want to get better quality. Um, so I wouldn't. I, I would agree with Josh in the sense of don't spend like hundred and fifty dollars on a gaming headset. At that point, you may as well get like studio audio quality headphones that you can plug in and just get a condenser microphone that's on a boom arm, and you have a lot more freedom of movement with those two things as opposed to putting a mic on your head. Yeah, for sure. I I think um, I just completely lost my train of thought. Like there's, I know that. Well, Apple is definitely way too overpriced but their headphones are like 550 mm. for the maxes i know Jeez. that they have airpods and people connect those and they say that those are really good so you can use that for your phone yeah. xbox movies anything you want it's all all for that some gaming headsets are only used for playstation and xbox and you can't connect them so um definitely and, and it also depends on what you want to use like if you want just a headset and no microphone you really don't need to spend a lot of money but if you want both you might have to spend a little bit and if you want yeah. bluetooth or wired there's all these different features exactly that are there's, incorporated. there's so many ways that you can set up your audio interface for for gaming and on your pc in general um and it really just depends on you know what your price range is what you're planning on doing if you are someone who listens to a lot of music but doesn't talk a lot on the mic go a little heavier price range on your on your headphones but you know spend a little less on your microphone you might sound like you're in a hurricane, but like, you know, you have better audio quality coming through your headphones. So, 
All right, I have one more question for you guys, and then uh, we'll kind of continue on. And that is, what is one thing that was relatively cheap in your gaming setup that just made a big difference in quality of life? Hmm. I can start this Tough one. one. Um, yeah, that go way for you it. guys have an example. Um, so in terms of cheapness, the price tag doesn't like sound cheap. But I bought an extra two terabyte hard drive, that an SSD, uh, a couple months back, and it just made my entire life on my PC so much easier because I was starting to run out of space. And having that extra two terabytes gave me space to install new games. It gave me a space to file away all of our episodes and all of our content. That way, I have it backlogged. Um, and it's it's been a huge quality of life improvement for me and it wasn't you know super expensive you know i think i spent less on my two terabyte drive than i have on the past five or six things that i bought for you know my gaming hardware so it's definitely worth it and i thought that was a nice i thought that was a nice kind of surprise i was like oh i don't want to just get more storage i can spend it on better things but having more storage just makes all the world a difference yeah that's understandable actually i think I was going to say something similar to you, like expandable storage. I have a, um, like a USB external drive yeah. I use, which is nice because you can just store extra stuff on there. And then just having like a secondary monitor is nice. Just You can literally pay whatever you want for a secondary mm -hmm. monitor. You can be super expensive or really cheap just to throw up Discord on the side or whatever. But the expandable storage I got and the secondary monitor I have, I got one as a gift and one for free. And they've been, you know, some of the most beneficial things I have in my setup. Yep. Yeah, the secondary monitor was going to be my next, my runner-up slash honorable mention. Something I would say that wasn't necessarily cheap, but saved me a ton of money uh, back in the day of like 360 and Xbox One was rechargeable batteries and like a oh, pack yeah. for that. Um, that saved me a lot of money, definitely, because you'd have to buy the AA batteries at the store in a pack. But with rechargeable batteries, you can you get like two sets of AA batteries. That's mm -hmm. all you need. So you just plug them in when those are dead you plug those ones in and then you just go you back swap and them forth out. And yeah you save just keep a lot going. of money now if you forget to swap those out you got the waste some time but you're just, uh, definitely you're saves a ton there. of money yeah for yeah sure, i would say an old school runner up for me when it comes to consoles is probably the text pad for xbox 360 because oh, that's kind of how yeah. you would write messages oh, yeah. to people then oh it's so i remember just so much time. twitter fingering text away it, it, honestly just having one just made you feel like more powerful it it did very much that was so. cool that was a and cool attachment the other thing about that was if you were you know if you had netflix or if you had any sort of streaming service back in those days on your xbox and this is probably still applicable relatively today being able to just type instead of having to use the analog stick to input letters saves so much time in menus it makes all the world a difference definitely I forgot about that accessory. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> next, uh, in, in keeping in conjunction with the holiday season, I figure we should go with a couple of, you know, Christmas experience-themed questions for us uh, to give our viewers and our audience a little bit more understanding about our history with gaming as it pertains to Christmas. So what is your guys' favorite gift related to gaming you've ever received? Um, definitely my PlayStation 5. Yeah, I just got it like uh, I think last two years? year, last Christmas. Either yeah, it was one or two um, years ago. Yeah, I think it was last Christmas, and my dad gave it to me, and it was just 
a really cool experience on how he gave everybody a gift. Um, and I'll always remember that one. Uh, I got my Xbox One during Christmas, too, and also my Xbox 360. So um, my my whole console setup is pretty much from um, Christmas, which is pretty cool. Mm. Joey? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I was thinking of the first kind of instrumental console I got. And I think that was the GameCube. Uh, then I played a lot of Mario Kart on and I think we got a little TV around that a nice little box TV. Mm-hmm. So that that's definitely a memorable Christmas yeah. for me. Wow. Just opening up the GameCube and playing Super Monkey Ball and uh, playing Mario Kart with the family is definitely something I'll never forget. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it's just one console generation removed from that. Joey is um, we me, my brother and sister had saved up and we bought ourselves a Wii and the that next Christmas. Um, our parents got us Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games, or Mario and Sonic, whatever the name is. Um, and that that gift on Christmas morning, you know, we were just we're just you know family a family of five people just just taking on the Olympics as a bunch of cartoon characters um, and video game characters, and, and we were just we were smoking the the computers. It was great, uh, you know, Sonic doing the doggy paddle in the in the pool events because he can't swim. All sorts of little details and stuff. I remember a bunch of that because it's kind of just really cemented into my mind as it's like a core memory. You know, I, I got that game on Christmas. We got that game on Christmas morning. It wasn't just for me. It was for, you know, our whole family, me and my brother, sister and mom and dad. All of us played. We all had fun. It was probably one of the better experiences of a Christmas morning we've had because, you know, <clears throat> we've had a lot of good ones, but not as many times since then have we had a gift that really like brought the whole family together for one activity without like without even leaving the house we just got to enjoy each other's company and did something fun along with it that's definitely a lot of fun that's That's kind of how when uh we got our vr that's what that was like kind of yeah Um, that was a lot of fun because everyone had this different experience of playing putting it on for the first time and just getting Mm. to interact with they're like oh this is cool you got to try this you got to do that and it was just a lot of fun to talk about uh something that's new also we got the playstation 3 for christmas but i think that uh my sister's ex has that so yeah Yeah, i'm still pretty pissed about that big sad there (laughs) (laughs) pretty pretty upset about that oh well anyway yeah uh uh, 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 okay i I have another one um what is one gift that you really 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 had on on like high alert on your list that you didn't get and did you end up getting it but for yourself or for another occasion hmm i feel like i must have had something like that at some point yeah probably me too i just i don't know I don't uh, want to be that guy, but I'm pretty sure, like, usually when I ask for something, I would pretty much get it. And that doesn't mean, like, I get, like, $2,000, $3,000 worth of stuff. But I knew if something was, like, extraordinary, I would just kind of wait to get it myself. Or maybe mm. we'd split it as a family gift or something. But yeah. um, I think I think I asked for, I asked Santa for some, like, Xbox or something like that. And I didn't get it. And I think I ended up getting one, mm. like, a month or two later with some... Uh, amazon gift cards and stuff i got for christmas so i think it all worked out yeah there you go cannot remember uh honestly i know that i bought my series x uh during the holiday seasons of 2020 Mm -hmm. i didn't ask for it but i don't really know i mean 
after having so many years of Christmases, it's hard to remember all the all the gifts that you wanted, especially yeah. when you were younger. It's it's kind of hard, but I definitely know there's been times where I've asked for things, didn't get it, and then I've gotten it, and it enhanced mm. my experience. Yeah, what I wanted. Because so in my experience, you know, usually if I want something and I ask for it for Christmas or whatever, and I don't get it, one of two things happens. I either eventually end up buying it myself or getting it for a different occasion. And I'm just like, yep, this is what I wanted. I got what I was kind of hoping for. And, you know, it was it was a good experience. Or, you know, I end up finding that not getting it for Christmas is like a blessing in disguise. And it's not something that I really needed. And I'm like, oh, I, I didn't really need that. I can live without it. Um, but I can distinctly remember, um, I think it was, I was in like fifth or sixth grade. And, you know, me and Alex, you know, shared an Xbox. So I really wanted a Turtle Beach headset. And <laughs> yeah. he got one and I didn't. And I got, um, I got like a, uh, I got like the Xbox pack one. It was like the, it was like one headphone on one side yeah, with a mic. That. And I was like, uh, I was, I was disappointed at first. And then when I like came to my senses and realized that anytime I'm playing in Alex's and I get to use the headset anyway, it was like, oh, I didn't really need to get this ga- <laughs> this headset because right. Alex got one. <laughs> and now I can just use that whenever I wanted to. So it worked out. It worked out for the best. You know, that's good. My parents, I got did, a there was no need to well. buy two. <clears throat> Go for it. Absolutely. Joey. So what is one gamer item that you got that you didn't expect to get that you really enjoyed? Mm, a gamer item I didn't expect oh, to get. man. I really enjoyed. I remember my dad got Angela something, Sarah something. They got, And then I got something. And the girls got like this rocking chair that was kind of like narrow where you like put it on the ground and it was kind of like C-shaped and you would just kind of like free like rock back in it. It wasn't, didn't have any legs or anything, but there were speakers on it. And then oh. I remember I got one and I basically got like the deluxe version of that. And you could like plug in audio with it. So you could hear like Xbox audio. Oh, like, you right got the gaming chair. Yeah, the, oh, that's I the got old the gaming game chair. chair, bro. And then I used to roll around in it. And I would crush my feet, bro. <laughs> it, it was so worn That's down. crazy. I Dude, know exactly rolling, what you're talking rolling about. Rolling back over top of your fingers was the worst. <laughs> oh, it was the best. It's the worst hand <laughs> yeah, best you know at exactly the same time, man. About. I do exactly what you mean. Um, that's funny. What's something I got? I don't know. I didn't expect. This Maybe is a, this the, is a uh, tough one. This is this is more for Joey. Joey got this, but I like I played it a lot, and I would say probably the Xbox 360 Connect. That was a lot of fun at the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't really know, honestly. I think. Uh, see, this is a difficult question for me because most times, if I, if, if I'm getting something gaming related for Christmas. It either comes from one of my siblings who understands a bit more about gaming or I almost explicitly tell my parents what to get and they'll take care of it. And so there's not a lot of room for surprise with that method because, you know, mom and dad, they don't want to get the wrong game or they don't want to get the wrong item. So they're like, hey, if there's something specific that you want, tell us and then we won't show up with the wrong thing. And right. That's that's you know it's a gift and a curse because you know who doesn't like a, a nice surprise, um, but it's also very nice to kind of be like, okay, they know what they're getting. They know I, sometimes I even send them like the product ID number because it gets specific. Um, but in terms of what I've been surprised with, I think maybe 
I think there was one year I wasn't expecting to get a uh, Xbox Live Gold membership because ours was about to run out. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to save up for a couple of months before I can get online and play with people again. And then, bam, we got like a six-month membership card. And it was like, oh, kind of like a weight off my yeah. shoulders. I was like, oh, I get to play <laughs> for another six months, dude. This is great. Um, but that's that's really the only thing I can remember that was like a surprise gift related to gaming. That's cool. Yeah, that's Josh, a question. you got a holiday question? Come on, man. Honestly, I don't. Oh. Uh, I feel like we've talked about all of our all of our gaming uh, stuff. I know that I got glass gaming like blue light glasses for my birthday. Mm. I recommend people getting that. Do, do you like those? That's great. I think they're. I mean, I, they don't help as much as they used to. Like once you study the eyes and how they actually work, blue light doesn't affect you as much as uh, they like to make it out. They just make a product because they think you need it. Yeah, really need it. It it helps a little bit, but. Um, all right, I like them just because they look cool, man. Yeah, I think nice. they improve my gaming experience. They make you look like Peter Parker. They do. There you go. That there you have it, folks. Get blue light blocking glasses so you can look like Peter Parker. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I would. Oh boy. Um, yeah. So kind of moving into the thread a little bit back towards the software aspect. What's, uh, you know. There's not a ton of like Christmas games, but what we do see a lot of is events. So I want to know what's your guys' favorite Christmas event, like in live service games that you've ever kind of like participated in is. Hmm. Have some of the ones I remember, I know Tarkov has a Christmas event every year. And I'm not saying Tarkov is the best game ever, but it's always pretty cool finding certain things you can upgrade your hideout with or exchange for different equipment. Mm. That's one of the big ones I remember. Um, a lot of MMOs usually have stuff to give away. Yeah. I think New World was had something for a while. I don't remember what they did. I thought it was pretty cool. It's kind of nice when they change the scenery. You know, it kind of breaks mm -hmm. up the monotony of playing the same game every day. So when the seasonal event comes out, it gives you something new to grind and some new scenery or something for your house to look at if you have yeah. a new game house or something. Mm -hmm. I like um, and back in the day with the older CODs, they would have like a Christmas theme map and that would be really fun to play on uh, just because of the aesthetic of Christmas. I know Fortnite does fence really well with Christmas. I like their 12 days of Christmas where every day you get to open a new um, present and you get like a skin or a weapon wrap or glider or something like that. I've always liked yeah. Fortnite's Christmas events and mm -hmm. how they change the bush looks. They put like lights on the bush. Oh, that, yeah, that's always kind of cool. Yeah, that, that's pretty uh, back in the day. Did it's Siege have anything? Things. Siege has something. I definitely right? think Siege had something. Uh, but I don't remember really. I haven't played a Christmas event for Siege in a long time. Don't they usually like put a Christmas tree on like a certain map or something like that? I don't know. I don't I really remember. I probably I wouldn't doubt it, honestly. I'm trying to think of the most one of the things that I really liked, there was one year in particular, uh, they did Clash Miss for Clash of Clans. And I think it was you would get like a free gift every single day for like the whole month of December. And I was like, this is pretty awesome, man. I don't know if they still do that. I haven't checked my Clash of Clans in like a month and a half. But yeah, um, Clash does it pretty well. Usually they always Supercell, change the uh, Supercell scenery. for all of their games. They change the scenery. They add in textures. Of course, now a lot of it's bought. But I just remember a couple years, well, a couple, five or six years back, you know, 
I log in. It's like, oh, there's an update. Cool. I update. I'm like, oh my gosh, the barbarians are wearing Christmas hats. This is such a nice little change. It's it's you know it's good for the aroma, aroma aesthetic. The aroma. Like aroma smell. <laughs> it's, good for, it's good for aroma. the smell. <laughs> aroma the smell, smell is no. good. Uh, the aesthetic. What what's the word I'm trying the to think aroma. of? Aroma. Aesthetic is probably aesthetic, probably yeah. Appearance, yeah. What are you trying to say? I don't know. The aroma. Feel. I think aroma was the one you were going. Aroma was the one I was going. <laughs> right, we'll we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> the aroma. Yeah. <laughs> close so, close enough. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> close enough. You guys know what I mean. Yeah. The aroma of a video game. Yeah. The thing. Basically, what we've gotten the out aura. of this podcast is yeah. Joey needs underwear. <laughs> yeah. Luke so so semi underwear to uh, aroma. One, two, three, four, make believe land. Make believe land. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, that's if you guys you guys have anything else big to talk about. I mean, we that was kind of our our day. You know, we talked a little bit about, you know, gaming hardware, the needs, the the things that, you know, we can go without and some of our fun Christmas memories regarding gaming. Uh, is there anything else or any honorable mentions from an old question that you guys want to cover before we, you know, wrap it up for the mm. day? I would like to discuss two things. Go for uh, it. First, we'll start with Lethal Company. They had a pretty big update recently. That's okay. the modding scene is getting better for that. Um, people are really enjoying Lethal Company right now. Yeah. Then the second thing is is Tarkov Arena launched on the seventeenth around uh, noon Eastern Standard Time after the DreamHack event. Okay. Uh, so the the first wave of people started playing. Then there's been multiple waves of people that are getting access since then. But some of the issue around the community now is no transparency through Battlestate Games, which is the creator, on when people are going to get in, how they're going to get in. Um, some people have argued, hey, I bought Arena as a separate standalone. They get access. But people that have had the game since 2017, the $140 edition didn't get access yet. Whoa. So uh, Tarkov Twitter is pretty upset right now. Battlestate Games isn't being very transparent. So if you guys are familiar with Arena or Tarkov in general, just be patient. You should be getting your code soon if you have EOD, uh, the Edge of Darkness edition. So a lot, a lot of people are upset about that right now. I'm just I, patiently waiting. My launcher is just in the background. Just mm. whenever, when I'm ready to play, it'll tell me and send an email, and then I'll start playing. But I can understand now, that I'm waiting. frustration. Yeah. So is this like, is this a merger between two games or like servers yes, or something? Basically. So there's Escape from Tarkov, like Tarkov, Tarkov edition, yes. which we all know the extraction shooter. Then Arena is more of like a Let's just say search and destroy because that's basically what it is right now. Okay. It's base game mode. It's it's more of like a team fight or uh, you know esports related kind yeah. of thing where okay. five people spawn on one side, five people spawn on the other. You go at it, and whoever wins the most round wins. Mm -hmm. There's other game modes that have not been released yet, and some that are just you know since it's in beta, it's not it's not too much. It's not too heavily hashed out yet, but that's that's pretty much the core of it right now. You can up you can update uh, or unlock different classes as you go on based on what experience you have for that current class, and you just kind of keep unlocking different tiers as you play. It's, it's nice. pretty neat how it's set up. I haven't played it yet, but I've seen some gameplay. I'm excited for it. Cool, cool stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I know um, I mentioned last week that the Insomniac hackers uh, offered or were asking for $2 million from Insomniac and they did not give it to them. So the hackers released about 1.6 terabytes of information uh, and documents uh, for their entire company and upcoming games. So yeah, you're probably going to see a lawsuit coming up uh, by them. Uh, pretty soon but yeah. on twitter there's a lot of stuff going around and people are making judgments about pre-released games and saying this game is going to be trash and i'm like 
it's it's a pre-released game of footage that you're not supposed to see yet of course it's not going to look good so it's kind of weird what people are just talking about yeah 1.6 terabytes is a lot of information yeah i mean that's the equivalent of like (laughs) for the people that are criticizing it at least that's the equivalent of like seeing a movie before it went through the final three weeks of pre-production and and editing it's like yeah you're not going to like the product it's not done like yeah, that's the you point. Know, if it's if it's it's not meant to be released yet, there there's a reason for that, and there's a reason that the leakers, you know, they wanted to get it ahead of time, and it's like it's kind of counterintuitive to do it that way. So, yeah, uh, good for them for not paying the um, ransom. Um, you know, I'll reiterate yeah. what I said last week. You know, just if you don't like spoilers, avoid it all, and you know, support the support Insomniac. They're a good studio. They they put out some good games, and you know, I I think they deserve you know, for their products to be seen the way they intend them to be seen. So I agree. All right. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, anything else big for the good of the order gents? Um, that's about it. Ready or not update came out. I was talking about, haven't played it yet, but I'm actually downloading it right now. So maybe I'll give an update next week or something. Very nice. I know Josh, you just finished, uh, you just finished portal. So we'll probably be talking about that relatively soon. Um, yes, sir. Any other new games you guys been playing? Anything like that? Just starting to play Alan Wake right now. Uh, nice. And I'll probably play Alan Wake 2 soon. Okay. Um, but I wanted to get those out of the way. And I've got a huge backlog for the year of 2024. I'm going to try to finish yeah. about 30 games. I feel that, man. All right. Well, if there's no further large-scale stories to talk about, then I think we're going to call it for the episode there. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 41 of the Gaming Goons podcast. We hope you enjoyed. We appreciate every minute you spend with us, and we wish you a very, very Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, and we hope that you guys have time to spend with your family, your loved ones, your friends, whomever you like to spend that time with, and we are glad that you're taking a little bit of your day to make part of that people you spend time with us. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye, Goons. See you.